Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Scott. And this is Scottica Talks. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Scottica Talks. We are going to record on the weekends uh, and try and have new episodes up Sunday nights. That will largely depend on Scott's schedule, but we will try and do weekly uh, episodes. Um, And we're not trying to be news anchors. We're just going to share some news stories we found interesting or feel like need to be talked about if they're main headlines um, and just kind of talk about the news. Or just something that made me laugh. Okay. We are excited to start this journey with you, so let's dive in. Are you ready? There needs to be a splash. A splash? Okay. Imagine a splash for the sake of Scott. Okay, so the first story I'm going to talk about today is... Chewbacca says hi. Chewbacca sit. Good boy. You're not a part of this podcast. He is now. Okay. So the first story I'm going to talk about is um, porn star Stormy Daniels filing a lawsuit against Trump alleging that her hush agreement is invalid. Whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, I think. Yes, that is her real name. So... She is alleging that this hush agreement she signed or agreed to is invalid because Trump himself didn't sign it. Who we assume is Trump. We don't know for sure, but... At this point, I don't understand what she is wanting to get out of it. Like, does she have some news uh, agency that's waiting for it to be void so that she can do an interview on their show and get a ton of money or what? Like, I don't understand. I'm sure just about any news company that's against Mm -hmm. Trump wants to interview her. Because the whole thing about it was he cheated on his wife with a porn star along with all the other anti-women thing that he had going on before or during the election, I guess. It's just something else to pile on against Trump, I think, is why people want to interview her. And who knows, maybe there's something bigger in it that I haven't seen that she hasn't talked about because of the hush agreement. That could be. I just don't understand why it's like... I mean, I'm sure that he's done all kinds of things, but I don't know. It's just kind of funny to me. But I was looking up that story and I found an article from the Boston Globe that said Trump has been sued 134 times since his inauguration. Is that a lot? is... What does it say? It's like three times the number of his three predecessors in their early months combined. That's pretty good. So Barack Obama faced 26 at this point in his first year. George W. Bush had seven and Bill Clinton had 15. So quite a bit more for Trump, which, I mean, isn't surprising. but. I don't know that any of them were sued by porn stars. So, you know, he's just keeping things spicy, I guess. That's why people elected him. Yep. 
Because he has sex with porn stars? Because he's changing everything up. Oh. Did you see when, uh, the comment he made to the president of... Oh, shoot. Was it China, who was the president for life? And he was like, we should do that. America should think about that. No, somebody... Some it might may have been China or Japan. One of those I think gave up uh, term limits. Right, and did in Trump? Yeah, it was China, and Trump was like, America should think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Lord help us all. I hope that's not gonna happen. What is your news story of the day? Cause I've got more. I only have one. My story is a story that just came out. I believe yesterday, maybe the day before, yesterday, about a South Carolina woman who gouged her eyes out. What? Yep. With what? With her hands. What? Yep. Was she on drugs? Yes. Oh. Very much so. Her <laughs> name is Kaylee Muthart, something along those lines. 20 years old of Anderson, South 20. Carolina. Basically, what started off is, started off doing marijuana, and then somebody gave her some marijuana that was laced with something, probably cocaine or meth is what they think, but nobody knows for sure. And then, after all of that, she felt betrayed by the friend who gave her the laced uh, marijuana and ended up dropping out of school and left her job. What? I don't really know how, I mean, it doesn't go into detail about all of that. So oh I'm not really gosh. sure where the, uh, or where, is. yeah. But then it says after that, soon after she began having uh, relationship troubles with her boyfriend of two years. So she started smoking more marijuana and taking Xanax to cope with that. What? And this is a downward spiral. Yeah, and their breakup led to a mental breakdown and a bipolar disorder diagnosis. Jesus. Eventually. She found a new job, but still couldn't get over how depressed she was and kept thinking about how, well, I didn't really say how good, but how she felt when she smoked the laced marijuana and ended up uh, starting to do meth. And after, after a while, she lost her new job because apparently she was too embarrassed after she started picking at her face when she was um, doing meth. And then she started doing ecstasy, which I don't think has a whole lot to do with anything in this story. Oh, wait, yes it does. While on ecstasy, she started studying the Bible, and obviously she misinterpreted a lot of it. She convinced herself that somehow doing meth would bring her closer to God. Oh, praise be. Yeah. So, she was supposed to... Eventually, um, she was supposed to go to a rehab center, and I believe a week or so before the rehab, or she was supposed to go to rehab, she ended up doing a ton of meth. Like, a lot of meth. Where is she getting the money for all these drugs? I don't know. She doesn't have a job. I know. But anyway, she did a um, lot of meth and somehow ended up in front of a church thinking that uh, God was speaking to her and that she needed to sacrifice something important or the whole world was just going to end and everybody was going to die. That important thing was her eyes, so she ripped out her eyes... (gasps) Pull, like pulled them out of their socket and then popped both of her eyes and that's where the cops found her well it sure took them a long time it didn't take her very long to pull her eyes out no I mean it took, she did all those drugs before the cops found her no she did the drugs before she went out to the church 
Well, I know. I'm just saying. If yeah. they had known she was using so many drugs at a time, she would still have her eyeballs. Probably not. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. She ripped her eyes out, and then it goes into detail on how she ripped her eyes out, <gasps> which I won't talk about. Oh! Uh, but she did say about how all the drugs numb the pain, which is how she was able to actually do it, because that would not be, um, not be a light incident. Aye, aye, aye. Well, yeah, since then, since she ripped her eyes out, she has been clean. Oh! So that's good, I guess. It's a miracle. Yeah, now she speaks out against the hazards of doing drugs. Oh, but well, she turned that around. I guess it's only been a month. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, best of luck to her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my next story has nothing to do with drugs. But That's boring. did you hear about Alexa laughing? Yes. I sort of kind of love this story cuz it's like creepy and funny. So I don't know if it's true or not. It is true. Why wouldn't it be true? Because it's only like random reportings of people's Alexa laughing, and as far as I know, there's no actual recordings of any Alexa Yeah, there laughing. is. I there have is? a couple of them. Oh. And Amazon is admitted to it. Oh, that's creepy. I didn't know so, that. Last time I read about it, it was just a random people saying it was happening, but nobody had any proof. Two days ago, or three days ago now, uh, the New York Times published an article that Amazon knows why Alexa was laughing. And they said it's because she can mistakenly hear the phrase Alexa laugh. But I don't know if that's actually the case because some of the reports were, s multiple reports customers were making were saying she would laugh out of the blue, like when nothing had been said. Yeah. So I think Amazon might just be pulling that out of, you know. Um, so they're changing the phrase to be Alexa, can you laugh? And she's going to respond, sure, I can laugh before laughing. People, the record, reports I saw were people saying, um, you know, they were having a conversation and she laughed, or they were, it was the middle of the night and they heard her laughing, <laughs> or they were home alone and she started laughing. So, either way... It's super creepy. We don't have an Alexa in our house. We don't have a Google Home. Um, we never will. I think they're super creepy. I mean, we kind of joke about, you know, the government listening through our phones because you can talk about needing cat food and then you'll see an ad for cat food on Facebook. And if you haven't watched that YouTube video, go to YouTube. There's a video of these people and they turn off their phones and they talk about cat... or turn off their phones and like say what they're gonna do so then they turn their phones on and they talk about how they need to get cat food and they don't have any cats they've never owned cats so it's not something they normally talk about and then they show their Facebook and the ads are for cat food so your face your phone is always listening through Facebook is how it is right that's what people think Facebook denies it so that's why when you talk about something you see ads for it or like when you do an Amazon search, then those show up on your Facebook or whatever app you're using that has ads. So it's super creepy. I mean, it's just kind of that, um, 
Big Brother gets they're always listening. So in this New York Times article, they did they said <coughs> about five out of six Americans have some form of artificial intelligence in everyday life. And so they broke it down to like navigation apps, streaming services, smartphone assistance, ride sharing, home personal assistance, and smart home devices. Which Gallup and Northeastern University who ran the survey or whatever defined as featuring some form some element of artificial artificial intelligence. I don't think my navigation app is uh as creepy as Alexa. I don't really know how a navigation app counts as artificial intelligence. Because it's a, it's a phone telling you where to go? I don't know. It's just a text over a speech kind of thing. Or that's true. I mean, that's like not a really... Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody else has a navigation app that's more in-depth than mine, but I can't tell my navigation app to do anything. Well, mine was streaming services. Like, I don't think that's necessarily artificial intelligence. Uh, it depends on what they classify as artificial intelligence. Exterior, I'd say, is an artificial intelligence. Let's see. So the dictionary defines artificial intelligence as the theory and development of computer systems able to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence. So that makes sense for the GBS. Yeah. Such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, and translation between languages. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't get streaming services, though. No. Oh, wait, decision-making would be just... Okay, that makes sense, though. So, if you have a home device and anything creepy happens with it, we'd love to hear about it in our Facebook group or on Twitter or Instagram. I think it's just kind of like one day everything's going to be AI. Like, uh, everyone's going like to have... Like the Jetsons? Yeah. Skynet. Terminator. It's gonna be like iRobot. Is that the movie with Will Smith? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think Alexis are creepy. I don't want one in my house. They're always listening. I told Scott, we joke that the people in my phone are named Harry and Susan. And they just know everything about my life. Oh, and I do have a clip of one person's Alexa laugh. There's two different laughs that I heard. and uh, So, I'm gonna play a clip of one and this is a guy apparently when Alexa does something you can ask her to repeat the sound so this is a little clip um, from an article with that Alexa play the last sound <laughs> Alexa play the last sound <laughs> that is creepy AF Okay, so did you hear about the FBI and Geek Squad's kind of secret relationship? No. I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, boy. Okay, so basically Geek Squad, if, so if Geek Squad is doing something on your computer and they find something illegal like child pornography, they have a moral obligation to tell someone and I guess when you drop your computer off you like sign something that says kind of gives them a release I guess to do that hmm. and so now makes sense. it's come out that the FBI um, has admitted to cultivating eight confidential paid sources within Geek Squad and the 
payment amounts and how often they use them aren't, wasn't really disclosed, but it people are wondering if Geek Squad individuals are performing a civic duty, like letting them know about child pornography, or if they were working as uh, agents of the government and performing warrantless searches on individual property. So, Best Buy has obviously spoken out and was saying, has said that Best Buy and Geek Squad have no relationship with the FBI. From time to time they'll discover child pornography and they, like I said, have a legal and moral obligation to turn that over. Like it says, for the last 10 years, the FBI and Best Buy have enjoyed a cozy relationship with Best Buy hosting a cyber working group meeting at the company's Geek Squad repair facility and that the FBI has maintained a close liaison with the Geek Squad's management. In some cases, Geek Squad employees appear to notify the FBI when they find possibly illegal content. In others, they identify finding such material in unallocated space on a hard drive, which could be evidence that they were working on behalf of the FBI, or it could just be evidence of a data recovery technician doing their job. So it's kind of... So it's going to be a huge Could go either way, yeah. This article from USA Today is talking about specific instances, it looks like, like computers from a store in New Jersey, um, Arkansas, Illinois, and they all contain child pornography, which I think we can all agree, like, child pornography is a bad thing, like, that does, those people do need to be caught, but then I guess it's just a matter of how much is too much of them digging into your computer? I don't know, a lot of that just depends on how far they take it. That would be the issue. And I think, I don't know if it's law necessarily or not, but I, th- I think you're pretty much required to uh, report, at least with Geek Squad and stuff like that, you're required to report anything malicious or illegal that you find. Right. So, this is just saying that if they're going to set up a network between Best Buy and the FBI, then you run the risk of Best Buy becoming a branch of the FBI. I don't see that ever happening, necessarily. I mean, maybe, uh, well, not, like, actually becoming part of the FBI, but maybe becoming close with him, I suppose, but I don't really know how that change anything more than what they're already doing. This is talking about one of the stories of a computer that was found in California. A doctor faced child pornography charges after Geek Squad Tech found a questionable image on his hard drive, and it was sent to Best Buy's Kentucky facility after he had sought the repairs out. And a federal judge eventually dismissed the charges, claiming a resulting warrant to search his house stemmed from false and misleading information. And there was like hundreds of child pornography images found in his house but the judge threw it out because it was false and misleading information. So it's just kind of like a sticky situation, I guess. I don't see how he got that thrown out. I don't, know. I don't think you signed any, like, or... Like, if you give your computer to Geek Squad, I don't think anything on your computer is really confidential. Right. No, I don't think so either. So I don't know how... There mo- I think there's more to that story than what this is going into. I don't know. Maybe it is considered confidential. That's the, I mean, that's kind of the whole f- argument is that it's e- it's either them doing their job, but does that violate your amendment rights to privacy? I mean, I kind of feel like if I give my computer to Best Buy, to Geek Squad, then I shouldn't have anything illegal on it. 
That'd be something along the like if there's something along the lines of um, a legality issue in courts, like you can't really necessarily prove that it came from that com- or that it was on the computer when it was given to Geek Squad. Oh. But I mean, yeah, that's a common good sense would say it would be, <coughs> but I'm, I don't really. I mean, common sense doesn't really come or into play in law. That they didn't put it on there or something. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that'd come down to legally anyway it'd be a he said she said like it they say it was there you said it wasn't nobody can really prove one way or the other unless geek squad has some way to prove i i don't know that much about computers you don't know you just built a computer you don't know that much about computers i don't know that much about computer what to know when something was put on it to know that i mean i'm sure there's a way to figure it out i don't know if geek squad has access to a way I mean, I'm sure they could. Okay, so those are our stories for today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And we are going to do just kind of different news stories like this each week. Kind of weird news, funny news, why is this news, headline news, conspiracy news, Trump news. Whatever we feel like doing. Yeah, so we're not going to do like, you know, one of each thing each week. We're just going to kind of pick our faves and roll with that. So if you want to see follow along with us we are at scottica talks on instagram facebook and twitter on facebook we don't have a page we just have a group page we'd love to have you so check it out and we will see you next week Chewbacca, say goodbye. Nope.